This is Lisa. This is Long Story Long. And tonight we have a special guest. Long story long, I am Jay. And I am going to be surrounded by men's tonight. Oh, yes. Did, mm. did I sign I off? have been waiting on this all week. Did I, did I sign off on this? Because I know how you get when it's extra Ooh. male bodies around. Mm. Like a UN meeting tonight. Ooh, I feel it. Can I get some of that G8? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I, I don't. I really don't like that. What you need to do? What you need to do is have some V eight and sit down. That's what you need to do. Have a V eight and sit down. Um, but what it everybody else needs to do is check us out. Long story long. The blog, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, anywhere you search the web for long story long. Ten times out of ten, it's going to be yes. Remember, tell a friend to tell a friend, and also rate, subscribe, uh, leave a comment. Say something nice about us. Or say something not nice about us. But all the ratings does is help say promote something us. Not nice about Jay, but nice about me. Don't hurt my feelings because okay. I don't bother. Be, be nice to Lisa because she's a girl. Um, but saying exactly. something nonetheless promotes <laughs> us and it helps us bring you uh, better content because we're in front of a bigger audience and we'd like that oh so much. So that's what's up. How's it been, Lisa? How, how you been? How you been doing since the last time we you had? You know spoke? what we gotta talk about tonight. We okay. got one thing we gotta talk about tonight. Just it. That's it. That's all. What? The BET Awards. You gonna say that, Bo? I, so, all right. So, I'm at a. Um, it's so much to speak to. Well, so we you, just gotta speak on it. So, all right. Let me let me go first. Um, go ahead. My favorite part. My favorite part of the BET Awards was changing the channel. So, that's all I got. What you got? My favorite part is when Jennifer Hudson came out on that stage and blew out purple and sang her behind right up off that stage. And let me tell you something. When they show Fantasia in the audience, Fantasia had that look on her face like she was like, girl, tag me in. I want to get a few <laughs> notes, too. OK, Jennifer sang, sung Purple Rain from her spirit. Oh, she bared her soul on that stage. All right. That is a singing black woman and she blew it out that was my favorite part i was right i was ready for it to be over i was like oh i can't do no more i have done all i can do you know it what was I, almost like a patty moment you ever seen patty perform uh, when she yes, take a shoe of course, off of course of course Woo. of course patty so, leave a spurred on the stage when she could finish singing and i was definitely in a weakened state after i dealt with with, with jay hud on that stage i was like girl yeah i didn't the world wasn't see, ready for it yeah i didn't see many of the performances but one of the performances i did see and it wasn't like i was checking for the homie but bryson tiller that was some bullshit let me tell you and who um, was he because it was a lot of people that i did not know he was the guy that sang the song don't he sings. I'm not. I'm not gonna try to sing it because that's just a bad idea. But, oh, that um, real slow song. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. like fire burning in the background yeah, 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 or something. That one. And and mm -hmm. speaking of fire, Future's performance was kind of whack too. But you know. Yeah, what, it was. What What else would you expect from? So, but I did see he's got an article coming out in. I want to say Rolling Stone. Yeah, Rolling Stone. Yep. Yeah, and which was which was pretty decent. Like well, he's not he, just an article. I didn't. He got the cover. Yeah, but I mean, you know, obviously they do a cover story. So, yeah, yeah, but for for somebody, yeah, so I'm like talking about future. That it's kind of, it's kind of, it's a surprise. But I don't know if it's a sh shock, if you will. I saw it and I was like, oh, you got the cover. That's that's kind of cool. But why is his hair blowing in the wind like he's on the cover of a romance novel? But that's future. Because it's future, exactly. That, that's the answer yeah, for the same for the same reason why french montana had on that asian inspired outfit with all them gold chains I did you know not see sometimes that. people just do stuff i did not see yeah that. for the same reason why spike lee was dressed like willie walker like it was just one he of those dressed, types of that was for prince that was for prince i saw the symbol on there that was for prince all day Okay, and at what point did Prince dress like Willy Wonka? We already decided just, that Prince dressed like it's a vampire. It's just, it's just purple. That's all. It was just the purple was for Prince. Dude, the dude was dressed like Willy Wonka. Now, the point is, is that him saying, you know, sometimes people do simple things. Mm -hmm. You're right. 
You're right. Speaking of simple, like how how BET gonna promote a movie that comes out in 2017 though? A three part miniseries. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't like that whole. I didn't like the the new edition thing. I didn't like all those movies that they did. Like I thought that just made it real low rent. Like yeah, it's an award show, y'all. Like why are we promoting movies? That's what, they, that's what they do every year, though. They always promote themselves. Oh, like, this different. is my first year watching the BET Awards of any kind. Usually, I don't really watch award shows. I actually was watching it with my homegirl, but I don't normally watch award shows, and I'll tell you why. Because generally, I don't know any of the people because mm. I kept saying that who was this, who was that, what they. I only listen to hip hop, so a lot of the other like genres, I don't know who those people are. I've never heard the song. I don't know what's going on. I'm confused then also i really don't want to see anybody all i want to do is hear 16 bars and good ones preferably i don't really want to see what them people look like i don't really care what the performance is so i never watch award shows and then with bet when they do like the hip-hop honors they do the ciphers and i usually wait till the next day and watch them all like on the bet website and sometimes youtube they just post them like back to back so it's like 30 minutes of all of them as opposed to i gotta watch the whole show to get to it so other than that i don't really watch um award shows this is my first year i think in like many 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 years mm-hmm. watching the BET well um I would I would say BET has always with their we're around the award shows they're always about like self-promotion so they're always bigging up their next uh project or the next show their next star or whatever but one thing I thought was interesting and I don't know how long they've been doing this but for the last few years of the BET awards and maybe every year since its inception they um they promote rising artists and then they'll give them a small stage to perform a good minute and a half of that music. And I swear to you, I can't ever recall somebody going from the little stage to the big stage in, in years following. Yeah, because so, when it went off, it was some chick who said she was on the little stage, but I didn't know who she was. So when okay. it went off, they had like an after show that was on as I was sort of getting myself together. And it was uh, Tigger and some chick who I didn't really know who she was. And right. she said she was on the little stage and then the big stage but i don't know who she was yeah it could just how be funny ignorance, was it that beyonce ran her ass out the door yeah. afterwards though because she don't fuck with bet straight straight up and down i'm surprised that she went on ahead and then they because it was you know promotion. like it I was, was a promotional opportunity think about it it was on every that's Viacom what i'm saying network. because because check it out this is what, what i was tripping off of so i was reading online that they were saying that her mother lied about where she was um, and that the Beehive picked it up right away. Like mm-hmm. the mother said she was on her way to some like the concert in London or something. Right. And the Beehive started like immediately tweeting like, yeah, that concert ain't for another two days or whatever. Yeah. And like the Beehive knew the date and everything. So they was kind of like getting on her mother, which I don't really understand. How you going to be a member of the Beehive, but come for Beyonce's mother? Because okay. there's, there's, it's so, the internet. No one has respect over the internet. Okay. So that's fine. I'm with it. So when her mother did a post like to respond to it and she said that she misspoke and I guess when she got the word of where Beyonce was going, which also doesn't make sense to me because you would one would think if Beyonce's plan was to open the show and then leave before we get there. She looking at her mama like, all right, mama, here's how this is going to go down because you're going to accept these awards from me. So I didn't really get how her mother kind of made it seem like it was sort of like a fly by night sort of situation, like all of a sudden Beyonce. Beyonce just determined that she had to leave. But even with that being said, one of the things she said was is how Beyonce had put that show together for BET at the last minute. But that's not the case because a couple of weeks ago, um, somebody from some play that's playing in like Europe or something mm-hmm. is try it's tried to sue her because that particular dance that she does, which she also does on a concert. They are trying to say that she copied off of their play. So really, she just did a snippet of her concert. And I'm not saying that she didn't have to still do some practicing. But I can also say that her practicing would have been also when she did it on stage last night. Got it. So. (laughs) Got it. Yeah, I mean. I didn't really. Like, I I almost felt like if Mama legit misspoke. Mm Mm-hmm. 
or if it was a lie, either way, and she knew she was lying. Whatever it was, like if the beehive came for her, why you gotta speak period? Because you're making it even more nonsensical. Like we don't know Beyonce's schedule for real. She could have been flying off to do any number of things that Beyonce has to do. You don't owe these people an explanation. And then as she posted this long paragraph, she's screaming the entire time, but I don't know no I don't owe nobody an explanation. Well, apparently you feel like you do because you just posted a whole dissertation on how you misspoke. Like I don't get it. But whatever. So, again, it was just a promotional, a huge promotional opportunity for Beyonce. It was on every Viacom network, every single one of them, except for like the twos and the threes. That shit was on Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. Teen Nick, VH1, MTV, Yeah, BET. I saw that too. So it was, it was everywhere. So for her to do that, to open up the show was like a, a win for her because there was, there was no way she would lose for her to stay well, around I mean, with BET. We, for her to stay need around Beyonce with to open up shows. I mean, I'm definitely for it. I just... Um, you know, and Kendrick was there. He got the Thames well, wet, so you yeah, know, that's, whatever. Those was in that order. That's the only song off the album. Not the only one, but that's one of the songs off the album that I really like, Freedom. Like, it just, it just sounds like a big record. So, for them to yeah, uh, perform it is, that. It, it, it is a big record. Yeah, it really is. So I yeah. still have not gotten my lemonade on, but it's definitely on my bucket list. It's on my well, bucket list. Know, I'm going to go through it. I got my anti on, so I feel like I owe Beyonce the same respect because I didn't understand what was happening with anti, but I did listen to it. So I feel like I should listen to Lemonade too. I just have not gotten around to it, but it's on my bucket list. All so right. in other words, before I die, I will hear that album. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah. So that's what's up. Um, let's see. What else popped off on the awards? And let me also say this about the awards in general. Mm-hmm. So I get that BET's stance on the whole Prince death and tribute was going to be that we were going to outdo what was done at the, I guess that was the American Music Awards or the, whatever, the Grammys or whatever it was that Madonna performed on. Yeah, yeah. And although I get that Madonna's tribute wasn't great. I also get, I think it was Wendy Williams, but I think I've seen more than one person say like in real life, when we look at the music industry bigger than just the BET community. So when we zoom up to an entire industry, who else but Madonna should do at least one of the Prince tributes being as though, you know, she's kind of a pipe, a pop icon that came up along with him. And I sort of get that it wasn't great, but when did we think Madonna was, could really sing great. So I don't really know what people expected with that. And Stevie Wonder was there and I thought it was fine. So whatever. But with the one on BET, what I think BET did is in their notion of we going to do the biggest, Prince tribute. I think they beat it to death. Like, I feel like some of the people that even performed didn't need to. Like, that first Prince tribute performance really could have just been yeah, taken I off. Had a, yeah, I had a conversation with my homeboy about it, and I was like, yeah, I think it lost people, because it wasn't... The the records weren't real big records, especially the one Erica Badu did, and it was just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't understand just, what was going on with Erica. I yeah, was like, was, what is she saying? But they, they more than made up for it. Like it, like I said, I caught bits and pieces of it, and even like... The Jennifer Hudson one was everything, and then the... But really... The Sheila E one was everything. She, like That's, that's what, what I was just getting ready yeah. to say. Like, really, they could have just did Sheila E. Like, they had his con, he, they had his guitar there, his wife was on, ex-wife, I think I My read, tie, was on stage yeah, was, or whatever. Yeah, she was dancing. Yeah, so I feel like that was the one that should have been done. And we could have even made that with one more song. Like, if we wanted to really blow it out, she could have did one more. I mean, I mean, how many songs Sheila got in her, though? We don't know what she's like, been doing. Yeah, right. Yeah, we we <laughs> we took her to our limits, bless her heart. She was up there with Barefoot, too. I was like, I know that's right, girl. You're going to get that in. But, like, I really felt like it was just too much popping with it. Like, I just felt like, why, why we keep tributing prints i don't understand why we keep going oh, back I mean, to this his, his catalog so his catalog is, is large and vast i'm not so denying that i'm not denying anything i'm just saying that i don't feel like we need to give a whole show to the prince tribute and i think it was overdone with them trying to stand behind with that comment that they made after the grammys or whatever mm-hmm. like oh well if you want a real tri- prince tribute just wait for the bet awards so i feel like and making that strong um statement or whatever trying to come for people you know they was like oh we just gonna put it all out on the table but i think y'all put too much that's what i think they. i think they should have went the hologram route and had uh biggie tupac michael jackson liza uh minnelli all kinds of i don't know i'm just gonna go with that um i don't think she did uh aaron neville he not dead though but he should have been there too 
Um, well, why he gonna be a hologram if he's still alive, though? He was gonna be the only real one, just up there flexing, just like doing whatever. They, that would have that would have killed it. That would have killed it. No about it. Okay. Well, anywho, and the last thing I'm going to say before I get to my long story long, which is about the BET Awards, um, is what's the dude's name that has that hot little song that sounds like a broke future? Oh, uh, Designer? Yeah. What was up with him? First of all, I had no idea that he looked like that. So it was completely unexpected for me. Mm -hmm. And then also... Like, he was, like, on Wild Out, and how much do we love the memes of Fabulous looking at him like, what the hell? <laughs> Hilarious. Well, apparently, that's that's who he is. Like, that's that's who the guy is, like, 100%. Like, when he when you're around him, that's what you get. But um, it makes sense. He just on turn up. Yeah, it makes sense. So Yeah, like, I like, read it, though. That little song is hot. Yeah. I like that little song. So hearing the song, you know, I felt one way about it, but actually seeing him, like, do the record, I was like, all right, I get it. I get that he's not trying to sound like Future. He's really just that person. Like, that's just who mm-hmm. he is. So I didn't necessarily think he was trying to sound like Future. Also, before I get to my long story long, I got two more also's that I forgot about. One, mm-hmm. what is, so what are we going to do as a community? Because I think this is a situation that we have to come together as a community um, about Tony Braxton and Birdman. Like, are we going to try to intervene? Should we send for, for intervention? I mean, I know why she did. She need a check. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't, it ain't about is nothing but a check. Her? Birdman is probably tricking off for real on her. You know what I mean? Like, he probably treating her like a queen in her face. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, and what's happening behind her, what, what's happening behind her back? He Do we need to call Tamar? Because, you know, Weezy. I feel, you know feel like in my mind, I got Tamar on speed dial. Yeah, he's just kissing Lil Wayne. Like, you know, he's doing what he's doing. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't put any stock in anything they got going on because Tony Braxton is literally bounced just, around. And from you check know what else I don't get about it? And this is kind of the same thing that Vivica Fox went through when she was dating 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. Like these are women of a certain age and they're beautiful, but they're still women of a certain age and they still got good bodies, but they're still women of a certain age. And I felt like when Vivica was with 50, mm-hmm. like all of a sudden she was dressing like a video vixen. And then when Tony was with this dude, all of a sudden we dealing with the Tony Braxton from back in the day that was just walking out on the stage with a handkerchief on hey. i was like why she ain't got no clothes on hey. like it wasn't even <laughs> looking good but it didn't even look good on her well, I mean, like it looked like a broad that was trying well with her with her though like you said like the, tony braxton the old this isn't anything new for her so she's just being tony braxton you but she didn't stop wait a second that's not true she had stopped dressing like that that's just because you stopped don't mean you ain't you know what i'm saying like it, it she's just Tony yes, it, it does. Because Tony. as a man and a woman, we all go through evolutions. So if I were to start doing something that I was doing back when I was 20, you know, it would be completely different than when I was doing it when I was actually 20. Well, like I've evolved out of that or should have. Well, well, but it doesn't mean she has. You might want her to. You might expect her to. But just because she toned it down a bit don't mean she ain't want to get back out there and wild out. She feeling good. She looking good. She do it. Go ahead, Tony, with your bad self. And you know how good she, I don't think she looked that good in that dress. Know, look, I don't even know what the dress looked like. All I'm saying is... It was it, like sheer and, I mean, like her leg was out. I, I know Tony for a fact. And girl, I, I listen, know for a fact. In 2014, I seen her on a red carpet with something that was just like, well, it's Tony Braxton. She out there naked again. You know what I mean? Like, Tony, she, honey, nobody loves you the way I love you, girl, but maybe Tamar. And nobody loves Tamar the way I love Tamar. But girl, that thigh... Mm-mm. Not no more, honey. Not no more. It's done. That thigh. Put it away now. Got Put it, it away. It's Got okay. It. We all deal with it. We all deal with it, girl. This is between me and Tony right here. Girl, we all deal with it. Put so, it away. So is, is there another also? Is there anything else before we get into our long story long? Um, Wait, let me just make sure. I don't like it when you put me on. Well, you said it was two of them, and I just wanted to make sure we didn't lose it. Oh, I probably did lose it just because you put me on the spot. You took me out my zone. Sorry about that. But, um, I guess we should get into the zone of our long story longs. And I like to go first this week. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, but the question is, why is it so hard to stick to what we say we're going to do? We, we, we have a plan just as individuals, as human beings. Like we have a plan. We make it in our mind. We're going to do this. This is how things are going to go. And then you start that plan and then it just falls apart. Like maybe it doesn't fall apart right away. Maybe it's just a little step here and there, a misstep, and then you're off track or whatever. But why is it so hard to say we're going to do something and then just not stick with it? Have you have you had experiences yourself where you're just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to anything. It just falls apart. Like, do you, do you hold yourself accountable for items as such? 
So two things with me personally, if you ask myself, have I ever had that? So one, I tend not to have that with other people. I tend to, to a fault. I will feel immensely guilty if I don't do what I say I'm going to do for my people. So if I tell you, my daughter, my dad, one of my girlfriends, one of my other guy friends, you know, whomever, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z thing. I can't not do it. Sometimes it's to a fault. Because sometimes I end up like messing myself up on the back end. Like, mm-hmm. damn. You know what I'm saying? That my shit's all fucked up because I did this thing for this person. But I personally, in that regard, feel like the burden should be, ta- I can take burdens. So I should take burdens off of people. So if you ask me to do something, I'm not going to leave you with the burden of having not done the thing that you asked me to do or mm-hmm. having not did what I said I was going to do. I feel like I can take the burden because I'm the stronger person. And not that everybody around me is weak, but I just felt like I can do it. Like you shouldn't have to take a burden for me. I can do it. And then for me, pers- for things I say myself personally, with me, it could be any number of things. Like for me, anything good i keep saying this because i don't know how else to put it it's like a legit thing about me my natural kind of inclinations is to you know do bullshit like you know just trip out and chill and shop and whatever else that's my natural inclinations so when i'm doing something serious and i got to get into a regimen in order to do it i have to focus on it every single time i'm doing it and all day long i'm thinking okay i gotta do this next i gotta do that i gotta make sure i do this and so what happens with me sometimes is if i get distracted for whatever reason i'll fall off of something that i've been doing for years just on the strength of even though I've been doing it for years like my diet I feel so much better when I eat better and I'm able to you know I look better and that's with everybody but I'm just saying like I recognize immediately when my diet is right Mm -hmm. and I'm eating the way that I should be eating but despite how good I feel when I'm doing it I have to focus on it every day all day it's two o'clock I need to eat this no Lisa don't eat that no I can't have this I want this but I can't have so I'm thinking like that all day and I can eat well for years in a row and something distracts me and boom I'm right back into my you know what I naturally want to do which is drink coffee and eat Mentos Mentos? Mentos? Love them I am addicted to them. So, like fellas, real life addicted. Like when I walk past stores that have them, I am consumed by the thought of getting them. And I have to not get if I get 10 packs, I have to eat all 10 of those packs. So I have to even like negotiate with myself when I'm buying them, like how many I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's crazy. Learn Only the peppermint every day. Ones, so peppermint mentos and dick Only picks the are Lisa's favorite thing. I not a dick pic, but definitely a menthol. But go ahead, spit your game. Uh, they are delicious. Well, God's <laughs> nectar to us. For me, uh, like, I want to say, like, uh, I probably beat myself up a lot more than most people do when I, like, say I'm going to do something and I don't. And it's, it's not even, like, the accountability to, to others. It, uh, a lot like you when you said uh, you'll stand up for it if it's for someone else, but for yourself, like, if you fall off, you fall off. Um, it's just so I, I just find like myself repeating things right i'm not i'm not going to do this or i am going to do that and then i end up just getting to the habit that i've always been in so it just kind of hit me as we, we started to bring up the long story long it's not too complex or deep or anything like that it was just one of those things where i just question is it just me or is it also shared amongst others changes so, change is hard i've done a lot of things to change um my lifestyle and habits and just things that I was doing and change is hard. I don't think people realize that. And then if you're able to change yourself even a little bit, people don't give themselves enough credit. But, you know, when you look at yourself and any particular piece of yourself and say, this thing right here, I'm going to change because of this reason. And you actually do it. That's hard as hell. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's why I think it's so easy to fall away from or fall off. But it's also why I think you got to give yourself credit. And me personally, I think that what you also have to do is try not to beat yourself up too bad about it. Like once you recognize I've fallen off of X, Y, and Z thing, just pick it back up. Like you ain't got to spend no time worrying about it, beating yourself up about it. You got to just say, all right, well, I fell down, but I'm going to get up. Who said that? Hezekiah. Was that Hezekiah that said that? Uh, we fall down, but we get up. No, it wasn't Hezekiah. It was you better Donnie. get your Hezekiah on. It's Donnie McClurkin. I think McClurkin. that was the one that was no. praying the gay off on, wasn't it? Yeah, Donnie McClurkin. It was Donnie McClurkin. There you go. 
There you go. <laughs> God, One is. of them. Yeah. It's true, though. So, uh, you, you go. What you got for us? What you got for us? So, it's complex, but work with me. Walk with me here. It's all okay. pertaining to the BET Awards. So, there's a couple things that as a as a group of humans, black people, because I think we're doing this a lot to us, to each other now, and I don't get it. Um, and this is all springboarding off of, which is what kind of got me thinking about this, was not just hearing it. But then reading some of the like responses to it and what people are saying. So the dude Jesse Williams, mm-hmm. who is that fine dude from Grey's Anatomy, he's bad as hell. I, I just um, want to uh, point out he's also light skinned with a T. So continue. He is light skinned. Did did light skinned did. Okay. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So um, a couple of things and walk with me. So he made this speech. It was fantastic. The only thing I would say, and I'm not trying to take anything away from him now, since, you know, and I knew that he was, you know, participating in the Black Lives Matter movement. I knew that he was making some statements. I know that he had been on some shows speaking to sort of race relations. And, you know, I like him. I do. He's a strong, he definitely has a good understanding and he makes excellent valid points. And his speech was powerful. It was. I can't say that I agree on every single point that he made, but I can say that as a whole, 100% behind everything and we need more hands on deck that are in position to speak to the masses like that. What I would hope for from him, so this is the first part of my long story long, is, is that you know, the same way you can stand in front of a black audience and make a speech that tough, I will hope if given the opportunity to stand in front of whatever audience, you would make a speech equally as tough because they need to hear it more so than us. However, with that being said, I also want to say that. So the backlash from that is, is that, um, you know, not so much on the positive things that I've seen, which some of them are a bit far fetched, but I get it. The negative things about him, you know, oh, well, even he he has a white mother. So it took somebody with white in him to do this. Um, talking about his skin tone, speaking to like people saying things like, and did you see his wife? She is a beautiful black queen. Like we got to stop picking apart each other. Mm-hmm. Like black is black is black is black. And if black is not my hair being natural, that don't understand. That don't mean that my, I'm any less black because I choose to straighten my hair. I believe the straightening comb was invented by a black person. I also think she was the first billionaire on the strength of straightening black ass hair like mine. So that don't make me any less black or any less of a so-called queen because I choose to wear these locks straight and you choose to wear them natural. Also, it don't make his points any less valid or his cause any less important to him or the words that he said any less meaningful to him because his mama was black, white, blue, yellow, orange, or if he was a straight up white man. Mm -hmm. Like, why would we go to pick something like that apart? Also, Alicia Keys and these other chicks doing this no, no makeup movement. That don't make you any more black because you willing to go out with nothing on your face versus me who like a nice beat, you know, when I go outside. That, I, we gotta stop. I think what my point is, is that within ourselves, so we're already defending ourselves against other races and other people who are still brutalizing. I mean, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. us. Why are we going within our own race to do things to pick each other apart on the strength of nonsense? Like this natural hair movement that's going on. And don't get me wrong. These women are beautiful. They're gorgeous. If you are doing the Angie Stone or something similar to it, you rocking your natural tresses, girl, rock them to death. But don't side eye me because I'm going to buy a perm. Nah. And that don't make me any less black. And if there's a person on this planet that loves this black ass skin and everybody else that got it, it's Lisa. It ain't got nothing to do with what's growing out my scalp. So I just think that we got to stop doing that. Like, I don't understand how that man could have stood there and made such a tough speech. Like he didn't sidestep. He punched and said what he had to say directly at the dome. And we sitting up online talking about, well, his mama is white. Well, wait a minute. What's that got to do with what he said, though? And why his wife got to be a queen? Because that's the chick he married. Whoa. So if I marry somebody, I'm not a queen because my husband ain't standing up on the BET stage 
accepting an award and saying like what is I don't understand that like what does one have to do with another we gotta stop doing that to each other because I think what happens on the back end of that is is that you make people start feeling bad about themselves and what we need to be doing like it seems cliche to say to build each other up but literally we're in defense mode right now we are fighting against so many different entities and processes and people who are attacking us from all angles and literally killing us in the streets and we talking about natural hair makes you fine like natural hair equals blackness wait a minute that don't even like that is clouding the issue and part of me almost thinks that you know that's what the machine wants the machine wants us to do that to each other so my long story long is stop that lame shit (laughs) that's my long story long well people people are out for their own particular agendas anyway so um it's they will say and do whatever to dismiss anyone else's notion because it's not in total agreement with whatever they had to say or whatever they believe to begin with so um it's completely unfair and like it's just in the uh being anonymous online right like that part makes it also pretty uh yeah but i think there are some there are some visible voices like you know in the process and alicia keys is beautiful and she's beautiful with her face beat without her face beat she's a beautiful woman she came into her womanhood you know wonderfully you know considering that we watched her as a very young woman come up she's beautiful as a young stud but into a a beautiful rather or not her face is natural rather she choose to let her hair be nappy or straight she still took somebody's husband. So if we want to pick people apart, bitch, I don't give a damn if you walk out on the stage barefaced and you the most beautiful person that ever had a bare face in the history of the world as we know it or could ever know it. You still a trifling chick for taking that man, that woman's husband. So like in, in that vein, if you come in for me on the strength of I wore lip gloss today, then I can't I don't come think for she's you coming on the strength for any, of coming for anybody well, no. though. Well, no, I'm not saying that Alicia Keys specifically, but I'm saying that this is how we get to this. Because she's in the middle of this movement, then what the masses are saying is, well, it's the no makeup challenge. And look at these beautiful women doing it. And, and you know, if, if I'm not doing it, then I'm questioning my beauty and my natural beauty and my natural blackness. And I'm like, well, wait, man. Well, what was she questioning when she was fucking that woman's husband? Oh, don't talk about that part. We just talking about blackness and beauty. Oh, my bad. Like, that's bullshit. But I'm saying that's how we get to that. Like, why are we even doing that? If you choose to look whatever way you want to look, then look it. That don't take away from me at all. So I guess I'm, I'm having a hard time putting two and two together. Like, I know she's been promoting the no makeup movement for her, but mm-hmm. I don't know. She when. hasn't specifically where I've seen come for anybody. But by her doing this, it's been the catalyst of people saying, okay, well, look at Alicia Keys. She's barefaced and she's beautiful. That's a real black woman. Well, I mean, so, that's whatever. That's all open to interpretation and it's subjective. And actually, it's all well, subjective. It is. So I'm not blaming Alicia Keys for it, but I'm just saying in the same vein, if we're going to use her for a catalyst of what's real beauty now then we can also use her as a catalyst of what's a trifling hoe and don't nobody want to talk about that so i'm just saying that instead of us segmenting each other into these categories based on whatever let's just say lisa is your body your hair and your face do what you want to do with it and that ain't got nothing to do with your blackness or what alicia keys is doing or not doing or what anybody else is doing or not doing Okay. Like that's the point that I'm making. Like I just think that you know, obviously something kicks off these various movements. Something kicked off the natural hair movement. I don't know what it is, but whatever kicked it off. Now all of a sudden it's like, and if you have straight hair, now my blackness and my natural beauty is being uh, questioned, as if I don't know what grows out this scalp. Like I know I got a good hand on what's happening with this head of mine, so mm-hmm. I don't need that to be the determinant of my blackness. And if you don't think I'm beautiful because I'm not choosing to rock my natural hair in its natural state, well, fuck you too, okay? But that ain't got nothing to do with my blackness. So it would almost be easier to swallow if you looked at me and said, "Well, Lisa, I think you're unattractive because you're not rocking your natural hair." I can deal with that, but to tell me about my the question, what I am my race and how I feel about my people because my nah like I got issue with that then that's why that is your long story long absolutely Uh, that and Tony Tony Braxton 
if you are being held against your will, blink two times next time we see you on camera. Okay, oh, I'm know, concerned. She can, she can she can throw out the code word too, right? What is it? What's what's the get what's the, the fuck off of me, you crazy bitch? Fuck off me, crazy bitch. We come in and save the day. But, uh, <laughs> I got your back, girl. I, I bring tape ball with me. I think I think they beefing right now though, so it might not be a good look. Might no, not they're not beefing. They on the same show. If you say so, I don't know. I don't know nothing. But what I do know is we should probably take a break and come That's back. That's what's up. Come back with our special guest. With our special guest, that equals more men's. Mm. More I'm ready. Men's. As soon as you said it, I started tingling. You know that tingle. You should get that checked out. <laughs> I got that nasty one to see. Nonetheless, uh, we'll, we'll be back. Now. Welcome back to Long Story Long. I'm Jay. And I am surrounded by men's. Mm. Why? I, I think I'm tingling. Again? <laughs> <laughs> it don't take much. Yeah, uh, it don't take not. much. Um, for those mm. of you who aren't aware, uh, we have a special guest on the show. Uh, this week we have uh, Steve. Steve is a it's listener. It's like many UN up in this joint. A UN. <laughs> 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 we got uh, diversified up in this joint right that's, fast. That's quite all right. Uh, Steve is a listener of the podcast and a friend of the show. So uh, welcome, Steve, everyone. Hey, yeah. Hi, thanks Steve. a lot, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, I am fully credentialed. I don't know what UN is. Can you guys fill me in on that? Do I want to know? know that? <laughs> the United Nations, Yeah, Steve. it wasn't anything other than that. No, really? That was it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have like to like... UN. Okay, all right. So I don't have to like so to jot catch this up, down and write, or, to, look up Urban Dictionary later or anything like to, that. Like I'm good. But to catch everybody up, Steve is a real live white man, and you know I take them in all shapes and colors. So clearly, I've already started sexually harassing them. I'm glad you've done that off like the that. air because I'm not a fan of the sexual harassment or verbal violation or something. Hey, it's what don't it hate. I feel harassed. All I right. feel harassed. All right. welcome, welcome, to, <laughs> welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. Thanks. <laughs> See, that's how you know I love you. <laughs> yeah, it's such a yeah pleasure. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I Whatever. Like, I like anyway. where you went there with it. So, without further ado, Lisa, I believe this is how you want to play it. Oh, for real? Yeah, Lisa, it's your show. Mm. I'm just a sidekick. I felt a little something when you said that. Let me get my mind back together. Okay, so first of all, we have to verify for our listeners that Steve is in fact white. So Steve, I'm gonna ask you two questions to verify whether or not you're white. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, first question. You have to answer off the top of your head, truthfully. You ready? Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer, or half and half? Well, I already kind of know the answer to this question, but I have to answer have as to a answer white it. person. Correct? Yeah, as a white person. Oh, Imagine Arnold Palmer. That. It's full on Arnold Palmer. Okay, I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> full on Arnold Palmer. Here is your next white person question to verify. Right, Last one. Birkenstocks or slides? Birkenstocks for sure. See, There's, I don't even have. A, I don't even have a. I don't even have a question on that. One. Second <laughs> one, you got me slides. I don't even know. But the first one, if I walked, if I walked up to a white person and asked for a half and half, they would like hand me creamer. You know what I mean? Like, and be like, why you put this in your tea? Interesting. So you know, whatever. So yeah. Well, I think we have a real life white person, Jay. I would, you I agree? Would definitely agree. Uh, gentleman does not know what slides are. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, I have to write, I'm writing that down. For yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's going to be in the Urban Dictionary, though, Steve. I don't I know. But, you I know, whatever. Is. DJ Khaled is definitely out there. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to ask just a couple questions. Now, these questions are sort of like, for lack of a better way to put it, sort of like truths. As a black person raised in a black community by a black family in this country, it's certain things that we just sort of understand about white people. And so you are here to tell us whether or not we should be understanding these things. Should this, is this correct information? Are these just ugly stereotypes? 
Got it. Got it. Okay. We can work through this. I'm ready. Okay. <coughs> first question is a two-part question, and this is the easiest. First of all, do you know what the what the term Becky is? Like, yeah, if I say she's a Becky. Yeah, it's an English name uh, short for Rebecca. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. We just want to go. Yes, it is a name short for Rebecca. Okay, but hang on one second. But the slang, Becky. No, I legitimately was not aware of the slang until very recently in my life, actually. Yeah, so. So you didn't know what it means? I do now, yes. Okay, so to catch everybody out, Becky is either a uh, woman, you sometimes, if it's, it's, refer, it's a white woman, you refer to her as a Becky, and then sometimes you refer to Becky as when a woman, a white woman gives a man or pleasure. Right, Jay? I would say that would be Becky. That's the Becky I know. Okay, that's Becky. Mm-hmm. So, here's the thing. It's called Becky because... I have always understood in my entire life that white women give the best oral. All right, we'll so see. That's I, why it was called Becky. Yes, so and I, I can understand that. But see, I think in in my whole like, uh, you know, non comprehension of like the whole Becky thing from thing is that so okay, if you're white, you're obviously rolling with like generally a white crowd growing up, right? And so as you, you know, get older and everything like that, you know, most of the women, you know, with whom I was interacting were white women. So we just called them like, you know, chicks, whatever, you know what I mean? Baby, you know, whatever the, the, the name was at the time. So, but, um, yeah, I've, I've, um, I've had, uh, experience in my many years and I would not necessarily say that that's some universal truth. So, so you would say that it is not true that white women give the best pool on the planet. I don't think you can fairly say that as a blanket statement. No. Look at him sounding all responsible and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I really oh, don't. I really don't. I mean, you know, we all have our experiences, but you know, I mean, maybe it helps you to go in like a placebo effect, thinking you're getting like the leg up going in with a Becky or whatever. But I, you know, I mean. Dropping SAT words on us, Jay. I think it's worth uh, like blind trials and case studies, right? You just go. <laughs> That's go good the thinking. Right? You just, just, just have some, <laughs> some things to write down. I afterwards. suddenly don't like the direction that this conversation well, has the, gone. The government spends so much money. We could, yeah, we could somewhere, get some grants somewhere. It would fit in. I mean, Easy. yeah. I yeah. am uncomfortable now. Well, I, I do have a, a like a, a sidebar question to that. Now, knowing uh, how Becky is referred, or how you refer to a Becky, do you know any Rebecca's? And would you find this offensive? Yeah, and, and would you look at her differently no. now when you come in contact? All right, straight up, honestly, you guys, I really do. Like, um, <laughs> former, I, I really do. This is what is so funny, especially since I found out, because this is now several years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking like, like over five years ago, right? Uh, previous job I had, like, uh, you know, a co-worker. Um, I, I don't know if you want to call it like a full-on work-wife situation happening. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, it was a good good thing happening. We always kept in touch. So even now, like, you know, we'll probably email back and forth, maybe like once or twice a month. Hey, how's it going? How's life? Blah, blah, blah. So, but, you know, I have a lot of respect for her. I mean, she's great. <laughs> a lot of fun. But her name is Becky. I mean, like, and she, names are Becky. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. I'm like, God, do I say anything? I, I can't say anything. I can't say anything to her. Got I it. bet she doesn't even know. I'm sure know. she knows. Beyonce made I bet a she doesn't. That made it, like, common knowledge. Really? Okay. She let the right. secret Cats out well, the bag, dude. Just in case, I'm not going to be the one. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to break the news. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No. Well, there you have it. So that dispels the Becky myth. No, white women do not give the best oral on the planet. But Jay and Steve are considering petitioning the government to get funding to do blind test trials. Yeah, further evaluation. So really get further evaluation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to the next question, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Question number two, Steve. Are you ready? I think I can handle it. All right. 
What right. is the deal with white people and like camping and hiking and backpacking and you know just like stomping through the woods? What's that about? What is that? What yeah, is that? I think. All right, all right. I'll be honest with you. So I think that's. I don't know where where that comes from necessarily because all right, I actually do that stereotypical <laughs> white behavior myself, partake in it for sure, and more than the average white person probably. Oh. So. You know, in that category, like my whiteness like level is like huh? off okay. the charts. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not. You know, like maybe other white things, I'm like way low. I'm down around like a the three, but on this one, I'm probably like full on eleven, right? So, but I mean, I'm out there a lot, a lot of different hikes. You know, like day hikes and things like that. You actually, you see plenty of black people out there doing. And when you say plenty, uh, Steve, let's define mm-hmm. the word plenty. If it's 10 people out there that you come across, how many are black? Oh, there you could definitely fully expect to see anywhere from like one to three of those people being black. That's not plenty. <laughs> so well, no, but you, well, I mean, it's not zero either, you know? I mean, okay. yeah. So are, are I just they, think it's like, I'm, I'm I sorry, mean, you to, the point. I'm sorry. Oh no, 10 to 30. I mean, that's, you know, it's not necessarily like a, that low of a percentage anyway i'm so, just saying like so, it's not I, I just think that's yeah it's not necessary if you get a 30 on a test steve did you pass it no okay well i'm just saying are they are well, they hiking the same trails you're hiking though oh yeah okay are they spending oh, the yeah. night do you spend the night places i do yeah but i don't see a are lot of white people i don't see a lot of white people doing that you know what i mean so yeah Okay. You know, have you have yeah. you have you ever had any harrowing experiences while you're out there hiking? Like, have you been, oh, yeah. oh yeah, like yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Not with black people, just <laughs> in general. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what direction that question was going. It was so just, just more about make, like uh, make that clarification. <laughs> like, I, I appreciate the uh, yeah, definitely. No, I mean, no, they um, no, absolutely have, um, but. It's more the kind of thing, you know, you stumble upon um, accidentally. It's very boring for several hours, and then suddenly, boom, something exciting happens. Um, you see so very few people. It's generally not a, per- you know, um, mm-hmm. not a person doing that. And the few people you do run across, um, it's never a bad thing. Um, you know, you'll always at least nod or say say hi. So, you know, there's some sense of recognition, but yeah. Oh yeah. Plenty of heroin. Why? So let's, so we, let's get to the why, why, why does there seem such a connection with nature? Is it just the connection with nature? Is it some higher level of connectivity? I don't know. (laughs) What, 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 what is it? Well, Hey, I can only speak for myself personally. Right. But for me, what I appreciate is, so if you think about your day to day life, like everything for the most part that we come into contact with is really artificial from beginning to end of the day, you know, what we're wearing, what we're, you know, touching every day at our work. You know, if you work in front of a computer, you're touching a plastic keyboard. I mean, if you're doing various other jobs, think about what you're touching and not just touching, but like smelling and seeing and hearing and feeling and everything. So all five sensors are bombarded with like this artificiality. And a lot of times, I think a lot of it's very fast paced and everything. So if you can get out and get removed from all of that and like literally unplug, you get around places where you're not surrounded by right angles and straight lines and things like that, which really don't exist that much in nature. And you begin to realize that, I mean, you know, things that that don't have those straight lines and, 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 and such. And it forces you to look at the world in a different way and appreciate it in a different way. So, you know, getting totally out of the norm is what I really love because then you go back Monday morning and it's kind of like, okay, I can kind of approach this week from a totally different mental perspective because I was completely removed from all this. For that was, that a short a, period of time. Again, that was a very grown-up answer. So I'm going to ask you. Wasn't that beautiful? I'm going to ask you a childish question. <laughs> sure. Better adventure film: Goonies or the first Indiana Jones? Oh man! Well, you got to go Indiana Jones. I mean, Goonies is great. Yeah, you got to go Indiana Jones though. Overall, that's going to keep you happier, like down the line. All right. Goonies at at a certain age range, it's going to be Goonies. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you're when you're in that Goonies age range, it's going to be Goonies. But then 
you know, I mean, I think you get older and things like that. I, I think that um, Indiana Jones probably has a little bit more enjoyment. Okay. But I'll, I'll still watch Goonies. I'll yeah, watch Goonies. hilarious, man. <laughs> I'm all about mm-hmm. it, brother. Okay, I got two movies. I got two movies. Okay. See, y'all never know I know movies. All I right. know movies. Here we go. Friday or <laughs> The Hangover. Shit. Uh... <laughs> I would actually go Friday. I would go. Would Friday. you really? Have you seen yeah. Friday? Yes. Yeah. Well, I know. Are you single no. one Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Mm. Don't pay me well, no mind. Go ahead. I mean, say your point. Yeah. <laughs> a gentleman doesn't kiss and tell over here, you know. But I mean, uh, I'm just saying. But, <laughs> you done seen yeah. Friday. <laughs> no, I mean I my think. Next husband. Well, this is again. This I did. You know, this is a personal thing, but. Uh, the Hangover was a little too raunchy for me, you know, a little too gross. I mean, Friday was funny, you know. I mean, you had wisecracks, you had like some slapstick type of humor and things like that, like regular regular comedy, you know. Well, there you have it. Yeah, well, I'm a rail. Don't take what much. What the hell? Jack? <laughs> why did that just happen? I don't, mean, like, I don't mean regular comedy in like a bad way at all i mean like your classic sense of comedy isn't friday right. you know what i mean so right. if i want to watch a funny movie and laugh that's where the comedy is you know did you I mean, get everything that yeah. was popping off on friday like you got uh, everything no it was a learning so experience people- in a lot of ways sure sure it's a learning <laughs> <laughs> so when i say bye felicia do you know what that means Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. Okay. All right, now. Yes. Oh, I feel a little something extra. Okay, Jay. Anything else? No, no, no. Con- con- continue, uh, please. I'm cleaning myself up. <laughs> continue, please. You all look silly. All right. Here's the last question, dude. Uh, okay. Tiny bit heavier, but what is uh, a stereotype do you think that white people get put upon them that you think is unfair like we always talk about stereotypes and misconceptions of other races so what do you think is one that your own race experience that isn't fair i mean oof, tough question um if, I don't really like personally experience that a ton. You know what I mean? Like not to say that it doesn't exist, but um, for for white people or that, you know, there aren't like some kind of stereotypes or whatever, but I don't feel necessarily stereotyped. I mean, you know, like going back to the backpacking thing, white people could make fun of me for being flaky about that. So it's not to me a white stereotype. Like I don't take it as such, you know? So I don't really... I'm kind of drawing a blank on this one. I'll be honest with you. All right. How, I mean, how, about, how about this then? Have you ever had to use your white voice at work? My white <laughs> voice? Um, I don't know. I, we've had to clean it up just a bit just to explain something. Have you ever had to, to, to consciously voice, make that see, decision? Jay's voice doesn't have have that that. Your voice is already very sort of tempered, Jay. So maybe that was you got to give him any... Well, that was that was on purpose, though. That was a decision I made years ago to pull my voice back. So. Okay. Well, that's that's, that's very mature of you. <laughs> so, no, I mean. I thought, okay. All right. So, do you understand, uh, Steve, the the white voice concept? The like pitch, the pitch what? is higher. The pitch is higher. Yeah. And, like uh, for example, for example, when I'm on the phone with my girl, I'm like, bitch, because you know why. Because I told her in real talk, but when I answer uh, the phone at work, I'm like, when I answer the phone at work, I'm like, hello, this is Lisa. Yeah, but see, I don't necessarily, I think that's coffee. just like, yeah, I, I don't know if that's necessarily, I think it's because it's mostly, you know, I don't know. I don't I've, I've got a coworker. I've got a coworker think, who's a, a white boy who uh-huh. puts on a white voice when he answers the phone. That's what so, I mean. I got yeah. a girlfriend there. Does, yeah. does he? Does, but do they call it's it conscious. white voices? What it's do they conscious. call? Oh, he. He's, do he's, they call it that though? He's aware of it. He's aware of really it being that. But so, do you? Is it because like you'll, you'll joke with him about it though? You know what I mean? Because I wouldn't like worry. Because yeah, I just okay. So I do mean, you, so Steve, do you feel like talking at work, talking socially, 
not your vernacular, but the tone of your voice, is it always consistently the same to you? It's pretty close, but no, of course not. I mean, I don't think it's, you know, night and day or anything like that, but no, I mean, it's, it, but I hear what you're saying. It's your white voice. Um, your it's inner, my white voice, but your inner white voice is coming. He out. just uses it often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just so I yeah, but I mean, just I don't know. Considering it a white voice, I just I I mean, I'm not really offended or anything. I just wouldn't have called it that. I don't know. I would have called it like work voice or something like that. You know? same, same difference. Same difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I mean, no, it's not really. I don't think like. I mean, as like a white person, I'm not offended by that. Though. Um. Is it, is it something now that you might pay attention to? Like mm-hmm. when, when you see others, like you're like, he just changed his voice. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, <laughs> breaking out the white voice. All exactly. Right, I, yeah. <laughs> I just need to, you know, make sure to just keep that thought to myself. I got to be shouting that out, you know what I mean? Great. <laughs> right. right. But yeah. But that's what's so, up. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. We have any to pull any 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 other troops that we want to pull in while we while we have a real live white person to talk to. Sure, sure. <laughs> let's 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 talk. Um, let's talk sports. Uh, which which, okay. which sports? What sports are you into? Um, probably mostly gonna be uh, football, baseball. Football? Okay, baseball. okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, Baltimore's got teams, so baseball's yeah. boring as fuck. I'm sorry, can't watch yeah. it. Can't yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it really kind of. We is, can wait till but... the playoffs, but you know, it's a good time to go to a game. Yeah, um, football I can do for sure. Uh, favorite quarterback of all time, or we can go current. current. Um, who, who's the guy for you right now? Oh, current right now? I don't know. All time would almost be easier, I think. Okay, well, give us what you got. Because all right, so the Colts left like just as I was getting into that age where I'd really be paying attention to a sports team, right? And so my dad was um, grew up outside of Philadelphia, so he became an Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. So was always watching Randall Cunningham, and he played like a season or two with the Ravens. And seeing him take some snaps in a Ravens <laughs> uniform in a game was awesome. So that was kind of cool. That um, was totally unexpected, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because well, the it was the Eagles back then. Right, it was like right. they had Buddy Ryan. You know what I mean? Right. Like they had a killer defense and everything. So. But um, today's quarterbacks, you know, I mean, I'm from Baltimore. I got to say Flacco, of course. But, I you mean, realistically, that, I don't have. Um, I mean, who's out there? Like, who are you going to really, like, you're, are you saying if I was a coach, who would I pick? No, no, no. Just just you. Like, who do you enjoy at the helm of a football team? Oh, I get a kick out of watching, like, uh, let's see. Well, I don't like Tom Brady, but he does do well. Peyton yeah, Manning, Lisa, Lisa, time out, time out, time out. I don't know if this guy is really a white guy because um, a he just said Randall Cunningham was his all-time favorite, and b he does not like Tom Brady. Lisa, I know you're not a sports fan. I'm a Ravens sorry, fan. I, just, though. I, I'm I mean, sorry, I stepped out of the room. I'm a Ravens fan. Who are these people? They say they like, know me. Last <laughs> did I last, go to school with him? Last fall, like people were making a big deal about Cam yep, Newton, uh, and right. I kind of get a kick out of that stuff. Because I'm like, what are you guys getting angry about? If you're if you're a uh, a Carolina fan, you're going crazy over that, right? And it's not like we're heated rivals with Carolina. So I'm just like, the guys just getting the fans into it, right? I mean, I just I just put myself in the place of like, if I was a hardcore Carolina fan, I'd be eating that up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, that's like kind of fun and what it's all about. And then to show up and put up is you know then above you know above and beyond. I mean, you're you're walking the walk and talking the talk, so to speak. Absolutely. So, you know, I just kind of rolled my eyes when they were just, I thought, going overboard about that last season. You know, I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, if you were a fan, you'd be you'd be loving it. Absolutely. You know, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, outside of that, nobody's really, like, lighting fires right now. That's all right. Well, that's, that's completely, I mean, yeah. completely understandable. Lisa, what about you? Do you have anything else for Steve? Um, well, to step back into race, I was just sitting here as I left the room to go to the liquor store while y'all was talking about people I didn't know. Um, so Jay and I did a show on this documentary that was about um, various, they were all millennials, but it was various people. They were all white, basically. I think maybe a couple of them weren't white, 
speaking to race relations from their perspective um, in their age group. And one guy in particular stands out when he spoke to um, how he knows that he has been um, dealt with based upon white privilege. Like he was saying that he had been arrested so many times, but it was like 20 some odd times. Jay, you remember that show, that documentary we did? Um, (laughs) But that he realized that a lot of the times that he was arrested and he was just sort of let go was because he was white. And then there was another guy who was saying that he hangs out with mostly Hispanics, but that when the police approach them for anything or they get pulled over and he's there, they all look to him to speak to the police. So as a white man, I think, and this may be a little heavier of a question, but we here, so whatever. Um, as a white man, I think as a black person, you, re- you, you have some understanding or some thought process, I should say, that, that a white man is sort of at the top of the totem pole. Um, in this country, certainly, if not the world. So the question is, as a white man, do you feel like you've ever been a situation where it was like, you know what, that white privilege kicked in and broke in my favor, or you're seeing how you're being treated exceptionally different from someone else, maybe that's around you that may be a different race, or, you know, anything like that? I have recognized. I've, I've, I've occasionally recognized it when people are obviously like uncomfortable around any person of color, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, really? Like, I mean, if I'm reading it and I'm sort of, you know, not terrible about it, but sort of dense in that regard. And I'm just like, wow, if I'm picking up the vibe, like you're not into this person just because like, yeesh. But, um, yeah, it's. I think that's a tough question to answer from, you know, um, from the perspective of someone that that might be like receiving it or whatever. Because no, I haven't ever been in a situation where it's been like me and you know another person, whether they're black or whatever, woman, man, doesn't matter. Um, and they've they've just looked at me and been like, you know, we choose you because you're white. I've never had that kind of like cold cut feeling. Now, maybe, you know, maybe I've just been oblivious to it because I haven't known to, to really look for it as much, you know? So you don't feel like you felt moments where something has happened or you've been in a situation with other people or even a situation where you went by yourself where you recognize, you know, wow, I'm being treated exceptionally different because... I'm a white man versus how would this situation have gone if I had been someone else? The only time um, in a work situation, no, uh, because I have kind of generally, you know, gotten, you know, well, basically learned or whatever. I mean, the best way to approach a meeting, unless you're you're leading it or something like that, is to kind of sit back and, and keep your ears open and your mouth shut kind of situation, right? And... Um, so I've never, I never really put myself in a situation in a meeting unless I'm, I'm running it where, you know, it doesn't matter who's running it, um, where I'm being deferred to like that. No, um, maybe in a social situation, but if I'm in a social situation with a white woman, um, they're going to turn to me just because I'm the man. You know, I would assume like if a black man and a black woman were out on a date, they're going to look at the dude, right? So, you know, by default, I guess, you know, in in social situations where there's just com- a complete unknown between the people, I mean, I guess ultimately at the end of the day between any two choices, it's always going to default that way. I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't have like the answer as to why it does that, but... You know, if that's the way that it's going to roll all the time for somebody, it's honestly like a tough question for me to answer because how would you ever know different if that's always the default, always? Well, there you have it. And one you know, final- I don't know. I mean, that's tough. I don't, I'm sorry. I wish I had a better answer for you guys. Well, it's based you know? on your experiences. So you can't answer for what you don't have. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. So and I like it. So I'm not saying final, it doesn't it doesn't happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not denying it. 
I'm just saying I think my perception of it is skewed, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. So let me ask one final question, uh, Steve. Um, do you like a little chocolate? Because I take a little cream in my coffee. I'm just saying. Oh, I got no problems there. I mean, I've dated Ouch. around this. Spe- uh, well, well, I'm just laying this out there. I've dated around the spectrum for sure. All right, I mean, now. I've well, listen. I've been I've been to multiple continents, you know, and my passport has okay. been stamped. And yeah, I mean, I we, are, we are hear that world traveler, world traveler. You know, I hear you got, that. Well, listen, you, I am hey. I am perpetually <laughs> single, so I'm just saying. <laughs> Lisa underscore long story long. It goes down in my DM. Uh-oh. Steve, <laughs> uh, Gucci just, you really, you really, you really looking for I'm followers now, aren't no, you? I, I, mean, I just got that far. There, there is a requirement, <laughs> Steve. There is a prerequisite. Um, you must send her a dick pic. Sorry. Oh, don't, don't, yeah, don't let Jay yeah. get you get beat. Don't let Jay get you get beat up. Do not let pick. Jay get you get beat up. No. <laughs> so wait, I gotta no find it. Wait, Jay's just saying I gotta find a picture of a guy named Dick. Dick who? Who do you need? Like, no, we're Dick not looking Smith? for any Dick. Like, I'm, I'm no thinking Dick like Paul. right now. Do or, I work with a guy that goes Richard, by Dick? You know. Richard? Yeah. Richard. Or That's Rich. how it goes. Wait, no yeah. Dicks at all. No Dicks at all. But I'm just saying, you know. Nonetheless. I take them uh, in all shapes and colors. Nonetheless. I'm just thank saying. You. Thank you very much, Dee, for being a part <laughs> yeah. of Long Story Long this week. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Jay just ignores it. my nonsense. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. It was uh, pretty awesome and enlightening. Yeah. And um, you, you said a few things that made me bust bust the gut. So I definitely appreciate you being on the show. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me. Thanks again. Thanks to Steve for being a guest and a part of the That's show. Up. And possibly my next baby daddy. You're a little old now. I'm I'm, your baby gonna come out looking like LeBron James. Keep it up. All right now. With, with a full head of he hair though, like, because he is right. Our baby gonna look like <laughs> he got Nakaho Indian on his great grandfather's side. <laughs> That's what it do. But uh, <laughs> once again, we are the Long Story Long podcast, and you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, LongStoryLongTheBlog.com. Remember to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend again, because it helps us that way rate comment subscribe and as always lisa please close us out in the words of the last and funniest meme i saw of birdman is this show over or is it finished